Welcome to the Let's Talk Money and More podcast with me, Leslie Thomas. The aim of the podcast is to get us all talking about money more. Talking about money is still considered to be a taboo. We don't talk about money enough. Women don't talk about money enough. And that needs to stop. In this podcast, my guests and I talk about money, mindset, and how to turn around limiting beliefs, allowing you to develop a healthy, wealthy money mindset. Our relationship with money doesn't just affect our finances, but impacts every aspect of our business. And most of all, our own sense of self-value and self-worth. By mastering your mindset, you can in turn master the money you make in your business. Welcome to the latest episode of the Let's Talk Money and More podcast with me, Leslie Thomas. Today is a solo episode and I'm trying something a little bit different. I usually plan my episodes in advance, but this one is coming straight off the cuff because I want to give you my personal view and insight into what I'm going to talk about today. The title of the episode is In the Face of Adversity. And the reason I have called it that is because I've spoken to a number of people over the last few weeks, both clients and people in my world, with regards to what is going on in the world right now, and some people being really fearful of what is happening. And that is because of what is happening in the war in Ukraine, the knock-on effects that have had and putting real pressure on the cost of living. And because of that, the concerns that we are going into or are possibly already in a recession. And I have some ways that I am dealing with this, which I wanted to share with everybody. I think it's important that when situations that are currently happening at the moment, we need to remember that there have been similar situations in the past. I remember back in the 80s when my parents bought their house, the house that they're still living in today, interest rates were at 15%. And there were a lot of financial pressures on people at that time, just as there are now. We've gone through wars in our lifetime. We have gone through significant economic downturn. We only have to look at the financial crash in 2008 and that what and what resulted in banks essentially needing to be propped up by governments globally. And I am of the mindset that we have to look at each of these situations from the perspective of what can I do to support myself? What can I do to support my family? And what can I do to support those around me? I've never been of the mindset that I am going to sit and wait for a situation to develop where I have to then react. I'd rather put myself in the position of planning for what might need to happen 
based on the set of circumstances that I am presented with. This is not in any way meant to be a political podcast because we all have completely different views potentially as far as how governments can deal with the situation at hand. But the way that I am approaching it is I don't anticipate a knight in shining armour charging over the hill coming towards me to save me, us, from what is happening with regards to the cost of living crisis. I am being impacted just like everybody else is being impacted, but I'm choosing to be resourceful about it. I'm choosing to look at what I can do in both my businesses, my coaching business and my family business, where we sell ski property in France and Switzerland. And I think it's important that we all look at how resourceful we can be and aim to find solutions for ourselves rather than relying on somebody else or some external factor coming to save us. We don't know how long the war will continue in Ukraine. We don't know the impact, medium to longer term, that war might have. We don't know how long we will feel the downward pressures of the cost of living. But I am choosing to approach it from the perspective of what can I do to be resourceful, to support my family and to ensure that we get through what is happening. Because when I look back to the interest rate situation, as I mentioned, when my parents were buying a house, 15% versus circa 1.25% where they are now, then I know my parents and their friends and those around them got through that, and this too will pass. So I'm not going to allow myself to sit and worry about what might happen, the what ifs, because I can't actually do anything about the what might happen because I don't actually know what might happen. I'm actively choosing not to wallow in the what ifs because, again, I don't know what is going to happen. Instead, I am looking to support my clients. I am looking at ways to bring more income into both our businesses and to plan effectively how we utilize that money coming into our businesses, but also what can we do to save money. Up until the end of June in our household, we were on a fixed rate tariff and we have been for quite some time. So up until the end of June, we have been shielded from the electricity increases that have been happening. But that means on the 1st of July, our electricity costs are going to over treble. Whilst that is not a situation we could have anticipated being in six months, 12 months ago, it's something that has happened and it is something that we have to work out a way of addressing. 
Yes, we are changing our habits in terms of ensuring we're leaving lights off in rooms we are not in. We're turning lights off when we leave rooms, etc. We're not leaving electrical items on standby. Not that we did that very much anyway. But we are thinking about our energy use. And I suspect those changes are actually good for the planet as well. So going forward, we won't be reverting back to our old behaviours. When it comes to shopping and food shopping online, our habits are not really changing particularly much at the moment. That may well change going forward. But what I am doing is being very, very mindful in terms of what we could do if we needed to make changes. When it comes to my business as a mindset coach, I am very, very aware of a scarcity mindset and an abundant mindset. An abundant mindset does not mean necessarily that you have pots and pots of money in the bank, but you believe that you have the ability to generate money, that money will be there when you need it. Conversely, a scarcity mindset doesn't mean that you don't have plenty of money in the bank, but you have a real concern, a deep-rooted concern that if you spend that money, that it's not going to be easily replaced. You are not confident in your resourcefulness to make more money. I have and always have had an abundant mindset. It doesn't mean that I don't have wobbles from time to time. But I do feel that as a as an entrepreneur, as a business owner who has gone through the pandemic and come out the other side and has seen many, many people do the same, that actually by sitting down and thinking about how I can help myself, how my husband and I can help our family and those around us. And actually to spend time on what we can do, what we can change, rather than worrying about those things that we cannot. And the situation we find ourselves in globally, we know is not of our own making. But how we respond and how we react to it, that absolutely is down to us. And I read a post online two or three weeks ago, which basically said, you can choose to react or you can choose to respond. And I think for me, that is the the definition of a scarcity versus an abundant mindset. And I'm choosing to respond. I'm looking at what I can do in the short, medium and longer term to support myself, my family, my friends, my clients, the wider community. Because I genuinely believe that when we act in an abundant mindset, we give ourselves the best ability to be creative, the best ability to be resourceful, the best ability to really connect with 
the art of the possible. When we move into a scarcity mindset, that is when we shut ourselves off from having the ability to tap into our creativity because fight or flight takes over. And when we are in a fight or flight state, we're not putting ourselves in the most resourceful position we can be in, in terms of being able to work out a plan to get through the current situation. And the current situation has developed because of what is happening through the acts largely of one person and the follow-up acts because of what's been dictated by that person. And I am choosing, I'm actively choosing to look at everything I can do to impact what I can impact because I cannot impact the current situation in terms of the wider world. And I would like to think that if everybody has a similar mindset, for example, I had my husband had a conversation earlier on today with somebody that we know who runs a farm. And every year they have a sunflower seed, sorry, a sunflower field. This year they have decided that is going to be a grain field instead because they recognize there is going to potentially be a shortage of grain because we are so reliant on the Ukraine for our grain needs. So I would like to think that other farmers are having similar thoughts, creating similar plans in terms of what can they do to shore up the shortage. And over time, that is going to allow us in the UK to be more self-sufficient and not be reliant on food sources coming from other countries that are impacted politically by situations that are either developing, have developed, or might develop in the future there. And I know from my perspective, I am doing my very, very best to stay very much future-focused and not to allow what is happening to overtake my thoughts and to put me into a position where a scarcity mindset develops because from scarcity comes panic and from panic comes the inability to take action. And when we can't take action, that is when we put ourselves in the unsafest situation possible where we are reliant on others to take action on our behalf. And I refuse to put myself in that position of having to wait for others to be responsible for the outcome that I'm going to be part of. I think it's really, really important that we examine what is going on right now and look at what we have around us. What can we create? What can we change? What can we do to best serve us and those around us, given the current set of circumstances, and not to be reliant on any third party if we can possibly avoid doing so. Because by becoming solution-focused, by looking at alternative ways of doing things, we are putting ourselves 
in the best situation to be able to come through this more quickly and with as little impact as possible. It's absolutely unavoidable that we are going to come through with no impact. You know, just the the cost of living in terms of how our energy bills are being impacted, both in terms of the cost of electricity, the cost of gas, the cost of oil, the cost of petrol, et cetera, et cetera. But what I'm trying to do is to concentrate on what we can do to save money where we can. And probably that saving of money is actually going to be benefiting us going forward when this too will pass. Because I suspect for lots of us, a lot of our behaviors have been born out of not really thinking about the ongoing cost of certain behaviors that we have adopted. I know in our house, for example, we used to leave the lights on when we didn't need to. That wasn't great for the environment. So now by us being much more mindful going forward, if collectively we are all much more mindful, that too is going to have a positive impact on the environment going forward. So for me, a really leaning into an abundant mindset, really leaning into being resourceful and being solution focused, that is my contribution to any change and support that I can make for me and those around me. Me getting into a state of fear and panic and worry, that isn't going to change the external situation. But what will change our situation is by thinking about what can I do? What contribution can I make? How can I go about supporting those I need to support? And what ways can I do that in? So this podcast today has been about wanting my listeners to think about how the current situation is impacting them, but actually to focus on what can they do from a resourceful perspective? What can they do from a solution-led perspective to actually help themselves and not to sit almost as a spectator, just watching and just reacting to what is going on. We need to respond. We need to respond in the right way. We need to be mindful and we need to have a mindset that supports us rather than sabotages us as we go forward in the days, weeks and months ahead. So that's it for today. As always, I do love hearing from you. So please do connect with me either via email. My email address is leslie at themoneyconfidenceacademy.com. I'm over on Instagram, Leslie Thomas Coaching, the same on Facebook and on LinkedIn. I could be found at Leslie Thomas. In the meantime, please be mindful of your thoughts. Please be mindful of your actions. And if I can help in any way, please reach out to me. Take care. Thank you. Thank you for listening to the Let's Talk Money and More podcast. If you have enjoyed it, I would love it if you would tell somebody else about it. 
You don't have to leave a review or write a post on social media tagging me, Leslie Thomas Coaching on Instagram or the Money Mastery Business Coach on Facebook. But if you do, I promise I will give you a shout out in a future episode and I will be hugely grateful. I can also be found at Leslie-Thomas on LinkedIn. If you would like a copy of my free resource, Three Mindset Shifts to Double Your Income, then please go to leslieathomas.com forward slash let's hyphen talk hyphen money. I would love to hear from you, so please do email me at leslie at leslieathomas.com. I will reply to all messages, but please do be patient. Until next time, remember, master your mindset and in turn, you can master the money you make in your business.